This is Seattle's Morning News. Dave Ross with Colleen O'Brien and Chris Sullivan. Do states have a right to regulate the way food is produced? That is about to be tested in a case out of California. Let's consult with former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Our conversation is sponsored by Madrona Financial Services. And this grew out of a proposition in California, which passed with a pretty substantial margin, right? It did. Prop 12 was adopted several years ago with about 60% of California voters approving it. And it imposes regulations on the production of pork, eggs, I think chicken. So it uh, covered more than one kind of agricultural product. But in this case, it's the National Pork Producers Council that filed the lawsuit challenging the law's requirement that pork that's sold in California must come from pigs who were born to a sow Mm -hmm. that had at least 24 square feet of space. And the pork producers uh, are suing, arguing that this amounts to California regulation of all the other states, or at least all the states where pork is raised, which is a violation of the Commerce Clause in the federal constitution. Okay. Now, if California wants to govern how pigs are raised, and by the way, 24 square feet, even so, doesn't sound like a lot. Why shouldn't it be free to do so? Well, that's the argument. First of all, I think there's no question that California has power to regulate food production in California. The argument that the pork producers are making is that this is really a regulation aimed at pork production around the country because apparently California produces very few pigs. So it imports nearly all of its pork for consumption Mm -hmm. and it accounts for 13% of all the pork sold in the United States. So the pork producers are saying, look, this is really an attempt to regulate how sows are raised in the Midwest and the South and elsewhere. They're also making an interesting point that it doesn't just affect pork prices in California. It also affects pork prices nationally because when pork is processed, the cuts end up not just going to California, but the cuts will end up going all over the place to various markets. And so this, they're saying, look, this has the effect of raising costs in other states. So they're coming in with an argument that isn't based on a typical Commerce Clause claim, which is that California is discriminating against pork production out of state to benefit pork production in California. That's the typical Commerce Clause case, right? Where one state's trying to favor its own industry over another state's or all the other states. Here, they're saying that the state of California is impermissibly seeking to regulate commerce in other states. And in this case, you know, how pork is raised. Uh, the pork producers can't argue that, that that California's law is about benefiting in-state economic interests because they're pointing out they don't really produce pork right. in the state of California. Do we suspect this is just a very clever way for animal rights activists to choose a liberal state, which they knew would pass their proposition and which didn't have any of its own pork and therefore has to import its pork and is a very important part of the market as a sort of a sneaky way of imposing their agenda on the rest of the country? Uh, yes, uh, I think that is what's happening, and it isn't all that sneaky. I think uh, I haven't gone back and looked at the history of Prop 12, but I'm willing to bet that there was pretty strong support for this measure from animal rights groups, uh, who, as you point out, uh, would argue that even 24 square feet isn't that much. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. California is such an important market for everything that when they regulate, 
uh, it has national effects. So, you know, for example, they they passed the, the country's first major consumer data privacy law about four years ago, the California Consumer Privacy Act. And, you know, unless you're a company that's sure that you're not doing any business in California involving data uh, and assuming you deal with enough data to trigger the the requirements, you're going to comply with California. Uh, that's It's that big. It's that important. So I think you're right that animal rights activists probably saw California as a place where they could, you know, A, pass this law, people would be sympathetic to it, and B, have national effects in doing so. Okay. Now, given that this is a conservative Supreme Court, would they be tempted to look at that hidden agenda and say, we're going to interpret it in that light? Or do you think they would just stick to the Constitution, which would seem to say there's nothing in that California law that expressly breaks the Commerce Clause. That's the point that Attorney General Bonta is making in his brief opposing a review. Of course, now review has been granted, but you can get a preview of the, of the state of California's arguments and their opposition to granting review where they say, look, this law is neutral, right? This law doesn't make any explicit distinction between pork produced in the state and outside the state. That's the argument I would have expected him to make. However, this law was passed with you know, the full understanding that there's very little pork com- produced in California, mm-hmm. and they had to know that they were effectively regulating pork production outside the state. Also, it occurred to me in reading these you know, briefs and, and petitions that there are other ways to get your way if you're trying to protect animals. One is you encourage people not to buy pork unless it's labeled you know, raised humanely, and that mm-hmm. means something, right? Just like in our family, we tend to buy cage-free eggs. Yeah. Uh, in fact, we always buy cage-free eggs, usually organic. We want to know these chickens have been outside, you know, before they lay their eggs. And and so, you know, there are other ways to achieve the goals other than California deciding we will decide for other states uh, what the standards are for raising that particular kind of livestock. Former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Rob, thanks very much. Thanks, Dave.